Anyway, I posted our last episode, the Preppers episode, on uh, the Preppers subreddit, and boy, were they upset. Uh, We got comments like, your attitude seems quite derogatory, Uh, amateur podcast content, teeth grindingly stupid, you yahoos don't know the first fucking thing, absolutely horrible job, and I won't be listening to your podcast ever and i think what was best was when thomas 533 the moderator uh got on his high horse no one is really interested in what you have to say after nearly 48 hours you are in negative upvote range in fact i had more users user reports from people saying your post was spam than people actually commenting on your post listening to your other offerings on your soundcloud page i think it's pretty easy to see why <laughs> I would say harsh but fair criticism. Uh, we are trash. All right, that was Charlie XCX sampling the Mario coin noise in her song Boys, and that is apropos, meaning appropriate, because we are talking all things video games today, particularly focusing on esports and the current state of gaming. My name is Morgan, and I'm your host. I'm joined by Brad, who is a bad person, and Lachlan. How are we, gamers? <laughs> Uh, I am well. <laughs> I am uh, ready to one up this level, you know. Jesus power through rust. <laughs> yeah, I don't particularly like that song, but um, that noise just gets me. I, I think, think he that had, song um, is fantastic. I think he had that noise as your ringtone for a while. Did you like them? I did. Yes, it was my text tone. Oh. Did people hate it or did people love it? Uh, it was very divisive. It was about 50-50. Anyway, I'm going to talk about the history of uh, competitive gaming first. But before we get into the episode, Lachlan, do you have a beer that you would like to review? I do indeed. Excellent. <laughs> it's almost as if it's a recurring segment on this show. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, cracking one open, cracking open a cold one with the boys. Lachlan's, uh... we, need a, we need to get a jingle for that. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> uh, so, this week... I have a 100% local hops and barley frothy from Matilda Bay. Ooh. Uh, so it's 1.2 standard drinks. It is an ale, I believe a pale ale. Uh, and it is from here in Australia. Very nice. Do you want to crack it open? Tell us what you think. I do. Ooh. Love it. Nice snap. Nice snap. Gotta love that can sound. It's another good sound. That'd be a good ring tone. I don't really like it. Hmm. <laughs> That's a shame. I haven't been liking them so far this season. It's, it's no good. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about the history of competitive gaming. So this this may uh-huh. harken back to the uh, golden age of video games. Uh, have you guys seen the documentary King of Kong? Yeah, boy. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Excellent documentary, obviously, focusing on... Uh, the competitive side of Donkey Kong, the arcade game. Yeah. Um, so, f- f- fun fact about those old, arca- old arcade games is that they were designed so that they would just swallow quarters, 25 cent coins in America. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yep. they didn't actually plan for the game to ever finish because they made it too hard for it to finish. So, there are these famous um, ends to the game called kill screens because rather than actually saving 
the woman. Mario doesn't actually save the princess. It, it just gets to a point where there's no memory left and the game quits yep. out on you. So, yeah, uh, they cover that pretty well in the documentary. Um, lucky, highly it. recommended watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you- it's a real David versus Goliath story. <laughs> Uh, Steve Weeby versus Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell, yeah. If you don't think Billy Mitchell is a piece of shit by the end of that documentary, <laughs> you are not human. What's even better is they made him look like such a monster, and only last year, all his records got wiped from the uh, scoreboards because yep. uh, he had submitted emulated Runs. Uh, runs yeah. as uh, legitimate original arcade machine runs, which, like, his his records are still very impressive for emulated records, but it's not the same as yeah, a proper his... arcade machine. Yeah, so. well, do, do you guys, how do you guys feel about this, though, that he, all, all of his records are stripped, including Pac-Man, which he... Uh, you know, he did on the arcade machine, I- arcade machine in the 80s. Like, he actually... <laughs> he actually played the yeah. game on well, the arcade and <laughs> got to the kill screen. He he played a perfect Pac-Man game, and that's been he's been stripped of that. Even though, um, you know, he clearly did it. There's no dispute it's, over whether he it's did probably that. not justified. But I'm okay with it because he's such a dickhead. <laughs> well, well, the thing is though that these places have a policy that if you fake any kind of speed run or high score or anything like that, all of your records records are stripped. Yeah, once that. a cheater, always and a cheater. Exactly, that's their policy. Once a cheater, always a cheater. He's not special. Everyone knows that. Like, True, he, but there's, he's there's special in the sense that, that it, it took took forever for him to get these stripped because uh, all these people had to come out and speak out against him, and he's silenced a lot of people in the past. He got special treatment in that sense. He but absolutely once, got special. Once treatment. you get banned, you get banned for everything. It doesn't matter how impressive your other ones are, even if they are legitimate. You get wiped from the, the history books. You're fucking That's, dead to us now. Yeah, they, they they shoot you in the legs and leave you to a hyena. They don't. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he's not even eligible to submit new records. Yeah, you know, you're completely erased. Well, at least he's got his hot sauce empire to fall back on. <laughs> Does uh-huh. he actually have a hot sauce empire? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh um, my god! Yeah, he's uh, that's what he's famous for. Uh, second most, <laughs> the other thing that he's famous for. Anyway, um, do you, have you guys played any of those uh, old uh, games? You know, Asteroids, Pac-Man, Centipede, Donkey Kong. Yeah, I played Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, and they are fucking a rock hard. They are very, very difficult. Oh my games. god, Pac-Man is impossible. Donkey Kong, I think I like. I used to have a, a version that you could play mm. on the. Uh, like the NES, and yeah. um, I, I remember I could get to the second level, the one where you start having those things, yeah. whatever you the, call it, the bouncy things, yeah, yeah, and no, I was no, just like, ah, I'm out. I, I passed the first level. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I've I, I have never beaten the first screen on Pac-Man. Oh, really? What? Are you never. legitimately retarded? Or? It is really hard, man. <laughs> it is very, very difficult. I the only one I've actually played on an arcade is Pac-Man. The rest I've played like emulated, and of those two, mostly Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. And yeah, I, I once you get to the second screen of Donkey Kong, and it's like, yeah, this is different from what the first screen was. <laughs> I, I ain't got shit for this, man. I don't have the time to learn routing, and nah, fuck that noise, man. I can do Pac-Man. I can get past the first screen of Pac-Man, and I've been close to like getting past the second one, but I, I just don't have the time. To really put invest that much effort in, then yeah, nah. 
Yeah, I'm well, very, very, like, very busy man, Brad. Like yeah. I said, they were they were designed to be so difficult that people would go, "I have to beat this game. I have to get past the next level and keep putting in quarters all the time." Because they don't want to make a game that you can that you can you know ten percent of people can finish after playing for ten minutes. They want a game exactly, that yeah. nobody can like you know one tenth of one percent of people can finish if they play it all day. Like it's they know what they're doing. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think the thing is they just never even thought about having it end. They just thought it would, no one would ever have the time, the energy or the dedication to sit there and do however many screens of Donkey Kong it is before it actually <laughs> steps up. Like, <laughs> how many screens? Are, it's like they have to sit there for like 20 hours or something. Mm-hmm. I think it goes up to like the 130th screen of Donkey Kong or something like that. Mm. But don't you think they should have said, okay, this is when the memory max is out, just in case there is some fucking freak out there who can finish this game, we should actually get Mario to save the princess on, like, the 130th level if it maxes out at 131. Just end the game at 130, give some closure to this guy, otherwise <laughs> Mario's just living in this existential nightmare that he can never, ever <laughs> save the princess, and then, like, you know, after a certain <laughs> amount of time... Just dies out of nowhere, and it's literally nothing he can do. That's terrible. Uh, I think it's like technical constraints. Like they either wanted to make a game that uh, could go for a long time, or could have a story. You don't get both back then. No, you do. If it maxes out at one at level one thirty one, just make one thirty the last level, and yeah, but, but that's not not how it works though. Because then you've got to account for different assets and sprites that takes up more memory. So you're looking at a smaller game. Oh, true. Maybe level yeah. 128 or something. Then. No, no it's, not, it's not like that. They reuse sprites. <laughs> like you can't introduce all these other sprites and not have. You need the memory. Well, to put surely they can just practice. clear the screen and just say you win or something after one level. That that's, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. You could do that, but then people will be like, "That's gay." I'm not saying they have to have like a video <laughs> cut sequence where he, you know, marries the princess and she's like, oh, "I'm forever grateful." Blah blah. blah. But you know, something. Let him win. Give him a chance. <laughs> yeah, his chance is that the whole game just shuts down. And he, do you think, that's it. now that I think about it, do you think Mario is actually a good metaphor or analogy for video game players in general that, you know, they're <laughs> always chasing women and never getting them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's cold. Mario is, like, super friend-zoned. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. Like with, oh, well, in with, Super Mario. Both, with both Princess Peach and uh, Pauline, who is actually the character in Donkey Kong, ah, yeah, he's yeah, trying to rescue. Fact. He fun never fact, gets yeah. either of them. Yeah, they. Uh, Pauline they is a terrible in... name for a damsel in distress. Can oh, we I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> Princess Pauline would be marginally better, but still, <laughs> no, she's just Pauline. She's not yeah. even a princess. Just oh, well. some dame. Mario actually, he gets the girl at the end of. Um, Super Mario Brothers, though, so... Does he, though? Uh, well, apparently. I mean, there's no, like, oh, he's just gone through eight worlds or whatever of hell to get to her. And there's not even, like, you know... Not even a sex scene. Yeah, not even a... (laughs) (laughs) Not even some, yeah, filthy scat porn scene or something like that. No, Mario gets to the end and it's like, thanks for saving me. Yeah, You're such a good friend. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck. <laughs> Peach just keeps leaving his bait ass to hang out with, like, Chad. Bowser. Bowser, yeah. Yeah, plot twist, she's actually dating Bowser. She likes the bad boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> Okay, so, uh, you know, that the, there was a golden age of video gaming, these arcade games. Um, 
and there were these competitive championships to try to to try to show you that you were the best at Pac-Man or the best at Donkey Kong and mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, obviously, the video game world has come very far since then. We went through some console wars and now we're at the point where esports is actually a competitive uh, league. MLG. Yeah. There's and, a lot of um, money there. Yeah, people can actually make money. People can have their careers as video game players. So before we get into that, I think I'll just do my movie review. Morgan. 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 Morgan's movie review. Yeah, the movie's called Pixels. And, um. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Pixels, 2015, starring comedy legend Adam Sandler and directed by explorer Chris Columbus is a fun movie. It stole all the elements you could ask for in a great film. A funny premise from a Futurama episode, a character inexplicably wearing a Chewbacca mask from Step Brothers, and hilariously incomprehensible British English from Austin Powers. The plot involves an alien race attacking Earth with characters from classic arcade games. The only person who can possibly save Earth is a slacker who misspent his youth in arcades. Seriously, if you thought I meant the plot is similar to that Future Armor episode, then no, it is exactly the same. <laughs> the writing credit says that it was based on a short story, so that's fine, but that short story is a ripoff from Future Armor. <laughs> anyway, it's a good idea for a cartoon show and an Adam Sandler movie, so let's not get all hung up on the whole plagiarism angle. Adam Sandler is a consummate comedy professional and is great in this movie as expected. Peter Dinklage has some classic one-liners, and his character, cle- his character is clearly based off Billy Mitchell, who shot yes. to infamy in the documentary King of Kong, where he was accurately portrayed as a cunt. <laughs> Michelle Monaghan, who, ca- who cut her comedy teeth in the criminally underrated The Heartbreak Kid, plays Adam Sandler's spicy love interest, a war general or something who Peter Dinklage calls Lieutenant Longlegs. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin James me too. <laughs> Kevin James plays his character from King of Queens except in this movie Doug is the president of the United States instead of a truck driver <laughs> the first scene from Pixels the first scenes from Pixels are set in the 80s which is undeniably the greatest decade in human history we had the greatest actors playing the greatest roles of their lives Matthew Broderick as Ferris Bueller Michael J. Fox as Alex P. Keaton, and Ronald Reagan as the president who saved the world from communism. Humanity clearly peaked with the fall of the Berlin Wall, but rather than God beginning the rapture, he left us here to look around and think, well, what do we do now? The answer is to consume media that harkens back to the greatest 10 years of music, film, fashion, and politics. The only major issue I have with this movie is that it didn't spend long enough in the 80s. While that and the fact that its plot <laughs> that its plot and best jokes were stolen. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> what do you give it? Ah, uh, it is so bad. I give it a one. Uh, it is a, very, very bad. I've you know what? Actually... You know what my biggest gripe with it is? What? The movie is called Pixels, but and I tweeted about this in 2015. You can check my Twitter at Lachlan Glenn <laughs> and go and go and look, just so you know that I'm a fucking OG 
hating pixels guy. Um, <laughs> he's getting worked up here. It should be called Voxels because pixels only have two dimensions and everything in that movie was in three dimensions. Hey, Brad, would you see a movie called Voxels? Absolutely. See, but thank not. you. Not. Ah. <laughs> They should be called voxels because voxels are th- basically 3D pixels, and that's exactly what they were in the movie. So, right from the outset, it's a load of fucking horseshit. <laughs> Can't believe how upset you are about That's my fucking movie review. <laughs> how many of Did those you ever watch have you had, mate? Uh, this is my third one. <laughs> did, did, you, did you watch the movie like that? Yeah. You gave it a chance, uh, even though it wasn't called Voxels. I didn't know to start with. I didn't know until I was fucking halfway through it that there was no pixels. It was all voxels. Ugh, <laughs> we, did you see it in the cinema, or did you? Oh, God, no. Thank Christ. I, didn't I was going to say, because I could just picture you in the middle of the cinema just yelling, <laughs> no. These are voxels! <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it when it was on TV. Did you at least yeah. laugh? It was, it was pretty funny. No, it was not funny at all. Oh, really? Oh, oh man, it was, it was it's it's part of the tail end of Adam Sandler's career and oh Whoa, tail end it, let's yes, just slow down end. there mate Roaring well comeback. past his prime I feel like uh, he's just getting started you know anything after Jack and Jill is not worth watching no no Whoa. if, if you including Jack and Jill no no that's my boy is a classic he's hilarious. it almost yeah. it almost stands up with Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore it's yeah all right all right I'll pay that actually yeah. So, and Pixels is pretty good as well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Hey gamers, are you looking for a girl who loves video games as much as you do? Do you want to find a cute girlfriend with whom you can play Super Smash Bros all day? Well, forget it. Stop living in Final Fantasy land and go to helpmetalktogirls.com slash gamer to get our comprehensive service for gamers just like you. We'll get you a Tinder profile that doesn't mention your best Banjo-Kazooie speedrun time. We'll scrub all traces of Mario from your social media sites. We'll change your anime profile pic to an actual well-lit picture of you where you look happy and normal. Girls don't show you how crazy they really are until well into a relationship, so it's only fair that you hide your unhealthy and unattractive obsession with Spyro until you've trapped them too. For the love of God and for your only chance at reproduction, go to howtogirls.com forward slash gamers rise up. Okay, so let's talk about the current state of competitive gaming. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is... Uh, the esports industry, and just a quick little um, anecdote before we start this. When I was traveling in South Korea, I stayed at this hostel in Busan, and the guy who ran the hostel said that you could stay mm-hmm. for free if you beat him at StarCraft. Oh, you were not beating him at StarCraft then, then. No, not a fucking not. chance. No, I could beat him at, you know. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or something, but not at StarCraft, <laughs> and he didn't have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. So. That's actually I, a really good deal for him, because the yeah. only people who could beat him are Koreans, and Koreans oh, aren't going to stay in a hostel in Korea, are they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, was just, he was just smoking bozos every night, like, I'd stay there, there a few nights. There is not a single round eye beating it, like, the best, <laughs> the best white person 
at the best per- white person at StarCraft is worse than the worst Korean at StarCraft. Oh, where? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they have an entire economy built around StarCraft. It's their national like, it's, sport. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. StarCraft is so big in Korea. Yeah, actually... Yeah. Um, there's people who still yeah. play StarCraft 1. Like, yeah. And there's a it's, second one. <laughs> yeah, actually, when I when I was there, it was... It was before I think esports was a much bigger deal than it is now. And I remember mm-hmm. I was staying at a hotel the first night I got to Korea and I was flicking through the channels and one of the channels had people playing StarCraft on it. And I was like, what the fuck is this yeah. shit? This, yeah. this StarCraft on television. It didn't yeah. make any That'll sense never to me. Now, now it makes sense. Now I'm like, oh yeah, people watch video games all the time. But at the time yeah. I was just like, these Koreans, they're, they're ahead. <laughs> you were just like, that it's like, it's like the time. AFL. Oh yeah, yeah. It's their well, you know. They're just thinking video what, games. what national sport do they have? They don't really have any. Badminton, Starcraft. Ping pong. Yeah. That's racist. That is. That the guy racist. who said there's not a single round eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because I'm a round eye. I can say it. <laughs> Only round eyes can say round eyes. That's right. Say. Correct. Oh my god. Yeah, we can call each other round eye. Right, um mm. Yeah, but it's, it's a massive, massive industry. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. What esports do you watch, Brad, if any? Uh, no, uh, main, main one I watch is uh, League of Legends, because I've been playing League of Legends since season two, and they are now in season eight or nine, I think it is. So, farewell. Seven years. Seven years. Um, and do you play and the they, game yourself? Yeah, yeah I play it. Like, I played it today. So, probably for about two hours. Um <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a MOBA. I don't know if you're familiar with it, which just means uh, multiplayer online, online battle, battle arena, arena. Yes, which is very non-descriptive. Very non-descriptive. Basically, you've just got to push your way down a map and take a, a nexus. It's called in League of Legends. Um, and there's five people in on each side on the team. Anyway, they they had, they're one of the bigger esports games. Um, they have their uh, world. They call it Worlds World Championship, and they've been doing that for pretty much since. Season one. Yeah, I think they started with season one, but season one was like 200 people in like a conference center. And now it's like multi thousands of people in like an arena in Shanghai, I think was the last one. So million dollar um, prize pools and stuff like that. Well, la- last prize pool was six and a half million dollars. Wow. Just uh, for the for the 2018 Worlds. Um, and they they split it up. So they've got like, they call it the EU LCS, uh, NA LCS. And then they got like the. LCK, which is the Korean one, uh, OPL for the Oceanic one. Like they they they've got leagues in every every continent, and then they all play for a spot in the World Championship. Uh, and they take they take teams from different areas. So North America gets three representatives, Europe gets three representatives, Korea gets three representatives, China gets three, and then a lot of the uh, Asian countries all get one. So like Vietnam. Uh, Cambodia stuff like that. Australia gets gets a wild card play, so they got to play once they win the OPL to get into the tournament. Um, but it's a it's a huge deal, like it's massive. Like Worlds has when I when I watch it because I watch it sometimes as well. Um, they'll average like one hundred twenty thousand people on Twitch, one hundred twenty thousand uh, on YouTube, and then there's other various streaming sites that are all all got thousands. Of, they reckon they're they're, they're streaming. And there's like maybe two three million people watching Worlds at any given time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just through various little websites and, you know, Chinese websites. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's monster. Do the Chinese government let people watch esports? Yeah, absolutely. It's huge over there. China, mm-hmm. China won last year. 
uh, uh, Invictus well, according Invictus to the worried that people are going to tell him how bad <laughs> they legitimately like over the game chat. Yeah, so basically, uh, they have their own hosts. So their own hosts are obviously state-run, I guess, because there's Western hosts, uh, there's different hosts for, like, European countries that don't speak English. Um, yeah, basically, every country, every language is a host. Imagine oh. that government-run legal yeah, engine service. <laughs> well, the host would uh, be uh, government-sponsored, let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 Um, it, um, so, is this a sport that's dominated by Asians, or is this like everyone uh, yeah, involved? Everyone considers the Koreans and the Chinese to be the best. Chinese sort of made a late push the last two years, but before that, it was Korean dominated, um, and the best players in the world are Korean that uh, actually left Korea to go play in China because there's more money there. So, yeah, it's Korean players. So you've got Chinese teams made up pretty much exclusively of Koreans. Well, I guess when you're not good at physical sports, you've got to do something to That's right. be a champion. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, reactions I would consider physical, and like a lot of them are retired by the time they're like 25 because they just don't have the reaction speed that they used to. 25? Kind of, yeah, it's like it's pretty it's sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like all, all the people who burst onto the scene are like 16, 17, 18-year-olds, yeah. and then they're done by the, like, the time they're like 25. Just as don't have as someone reaction. who plays a lot of video games, who is a rapidly approaching thirty, yeah. um, I can attest to that. I my reaction speed is nowhere near what it used to be when yeah. I when I was at the peak of my yeah. performance. Well, how many yeah. Red Bulls do you drink in a gaming <laughs> session? Like? <laughs> Not enough, apparently. Yeah, you know, smash it. Mm. I remember well, Brad, that's it. Brad, you need more like meth or something. I remember, yeah. Brad, we went to the midnight release of one of the Call of Duties, not to yeah. buy it ourselves, but um, to supervise your brother who was buying it, Yeah, um, to keep him safe from all the scoundrels that are out there at midnight. <laughs> but when you bought, I think it was Black Ops 2, it might have been Black Ops 1, I don't know. Yeah. But when you bought it, they gave you a four-pack of Red Bull for free. Yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah, it was, like, yeah. They were like, obviously, you're going to be staying up all night and playing this game. Like You, you <laughs> buy it at midnight. You're not just going to go home and sleep and set the alarm for 8.30 and then <laughs> wake yeah. up and start playing. You're clearly going to play all night. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was Red Bull or was it maybe V or something. I think maybe it was a V. Yeah, it might have been V. But yeah, like just slam all four of these, stay up all night. You'll be right. Don't worry yeah. about your heart. That's fine. It's supposed to beat out of your chest like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't I've, I've been to like the pre-releases for myself and I like I remember when Skyrim came out I was so psyched about that I went home and I played that all night like I picked it up at midnight and I played it until probably like 10 o'clock the next day like it was fucked up like I should <laughs> had no sleep but I also didn't have a job so it's all, it's all good <laughs> <laughs> well it's like yeah, it's like when the Harry Potter books got released and people were like alright I'm gonna buy this at midnight and then I'm just gonna read it until I finish yeah. reading <laughs> that's fucked up yeah yeah but I, I understand it with video games like the when i the first one i ever went to there was like no one there and by the time i went to like my third one like there would be like legitimately tons of people there waiting to pick up these games just over the space of like five years like it, it exploded it caught on yeah it exploded it, it's been my hmm. personal experience anyway do you watch any esports like you I don't actually watch the events. I follow... I wouldn't even follow. Sometimes I watch, um, like, replays of Overwatch competitions on YouTube. Um, Just to... I don't so much anymore play Overwatch, but when I was playing, I'd try and, like, 
you know, see what they're doing so I could improve my game, which did not work at all. <laughs> um, but I just want to talk a little bit about um, the growing legitimacy of esports and tournaments and that sort of thing. So, like you said earlier, Morgs, um, you know, it all started with arcade games and dudes just getting together, having competitions to see who could get the highest scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that sort of evolved as games got more and more involved. Um, people actually started setting up proper tournaments. Um, you got early examples, probably two of the best known were Evo, uh, which is the Evolution Championship Series, which is a fighting game tournament. Um, and QuakeCon um, for Quake, and I think they played Doom sometimes as well. Um, and now, like, this, that was like well, 99, so 20 years ago that started. Um, and now you got shitloads of tournaments. You got, like, you got the International for League of Legends and Dota. Uh, you got World Pump Festival for, like, Dance Dance Revolution, those sort of games. You got Dreamhack, which is Dreamhack, big for yeah. uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. That's, that's big for League as well. They do Dreamhack. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got the Pokemon World Championships for Pokemon <laughs> Battles. Uh, that, that's a legit thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, like, uh, it's sponsored by Nintendo. Yeah. Do your parents um, have to sign a permission form to let you play? <laughs> For any of our <laughs> audience who play Pokemon, uh, please do not take Morgan's patronising tone as an insult. You shouldn't uh, be listening to this podcast. It's too explicit. He's, ju- he's just a dickhead. Uh, that's all. Uh, you got BlizzCon for all the Blizzard games like Warcraft and Hearthstone, uh, that yeah. sort of thing. Uh, you got MLG, Major League Gaming, mm-hmm. uh, which they host a shitload of different tournaments, but they mainly focus on uh, FPS games. Yeah. Uh, you got the World Cyber Games, which is like the biggest esports tournament in the world. It's basically the esports equivalent of the Olympics. Mm. Uh, and just like, honestly, too many to mention other tournaments around the world. Um, and now, now it's at the point where there's actual professional leagues with like pro- proper teams. Like, you got the Overwatch League, which Blizzard have set up. I think there's 10 different teams. Um, mm across America and I think there's one in Korea and one in London. Um, so this is like people, their whole job is to, it's like, it's like being in a sports team. Their whole yeah, job yeah. is to play the game and they just compete with Lots each other. Like live in a house together to, to train yeah, constantly. To train like they'll, they'll be, they'll just, be, they call them scrims. They'll do a scrim like for 12 hours a day. They'll scrim yeah. against other teams and other uh, up and coming players. Yeah, that's Usually right. they have a, a secondary team that they scrim against as well. Yeah. So roster players who aren't, haven't made the roster, they'll, they'll be yeah, a backup. Yeah, they, they have people, yeah, yeah to, to call up. They have like minor league teams, basically. Yeah, they have minor league teams for the, like affiliate teams. Yeah, and so then like, you've, you've even got like um, the NBA 2K League, mm. um, which yeah, is actually games. run by the NBA. Yeah. And each team in this league is managed by its corresponding actual NBA team. Um, well, and then you've got yeah. you've got the same thing for Major League Soccer. That's called the EMLS. Yeah. And so 19 of the, I think it's 24 teams in Major League Soccer have their own EMLS teams that they manage. So yeah. it's it's... That's like the equivalent of the uh, AFL women's over here, except <laughs> much more popular. And better. 
Um, and like the the biggest legitimization, I guess you could say, is that the International Olympi- Olympic Committee, the IOC, oh. is actually looking at bringing esports into the Olympics. Oh no shit! What game? Yeah. Uh well, Tetris. <laughs> I can actually. Get, I could start training for that. You I can reckon. actually play competitive Tetris. Yeah, there is a actually pretty decent yeah, size Tetris competitive Tetris. Ninety nine is a new battle royale Tetris game. I'm not even joking. Oh my um, god! So we've gone too far. Yeah, I remember um, back in the day, you could. There was something that you could link up your um, Game Boys together, and you yeah. could play battle Tetris. It was yeah, yeah. you can play against each other. If that you watch, mental, there, there is there is a competitive Tetris scene, and they they go. The, the speed is insane. Like yeah, it's the, crazy. The bricks are falling. And then at some points, it actually blacks out and the, the bricks are invisible. So, it's just purely oh. based on memory. Anyway. That's like next level. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, prior to the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, uh, there was an IOC-supported exhibition StarCraft II tournament, which <laughs> was actually broadcast on the Olympic Channel and the players stayed in the Olympic Village. And then... Oh. In the well, yeah. In the Olympic torch run to the 2018 Winter Olympics, five South Korean League of Legends players actually carried the torch. Does it, does it say which ones? Was no. Faker one of them? I, no, I didn't write that down. Okay, um, and Faker then, would be huge. So, esports have been ruled out for 2020 and 2024 because they say that competitive gaming is not yet mature enough for oh, the Olympics. No. Mm. Um, the trampolining the- is? Yeah. <laughs> is that what they're telling us? Uh, they do recognise the need to include... <laughs> we live in a society. Uh, <laughs> they do recognise the need to include esports to stay relevant to today's youth. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. No one wants to watch fucking um, hop, skip, jump, whatever that shit is. You know, They want to see I- some guy popping scales on Call of Duty, you know? Yeah. That's right. Let's- What's the oh, one with the uh, the ribbon and the dancing? Is it like in- ah calisthenics? Yeah, that one where they like yeah. dance with the ribbon. gymnastics. Rhythmic, uh, we yeah. want to see uh, we want to see you know three sixty no scopes on on uh, CSGO. That's yeah. right, uh, exactly. Imagine a search I, and destroy that ended with a no scope or something. I actually do have <laughs> some first hand experience uh, in the esports scene. Oh, here we go. Uh, right. here when, here I was, when I was when I was a teenager and into my early twenties. I used to play Unreal Tournament with uh, the best players in the country. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and, uh, no, legitimately, I did. I was garbage <laughs> okay. compared to them. Mm-hmm. I could stomp both of you with oh, one hand out of my back. Because, um, because. Yeah, um, and I once attended a national Unreal Tournament tournament. <laughs> was it surreal? <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was kind of weird. I forgot uh, how much of a version you were. <laughs> it was a it was a bring your own computer thing. Um, <laughs> they didn't even own computers there. No, you bring your own rig. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, using another man's setup, man. Rig to a tournament. That's I do not ridiculous. recall where my team placed, but I assume it wasn't very highly because I don't remember. Maybe you won and you just never got any prize money because you're a fucking spot. There was no prize money. It was. Was it, it capture was, the flag? Uh, well, it was capture the flag. Yeah, I used to love playing that. Yeah. yeah, it's the best game mode. Speaking of uh, first-hand experience, my friends and I like the League of Legends had this thing for a while. I don't know; they probably still do have it. I'm not that interested in it anymore. But they just had these like on-the-fly tournaments that you could like sign up for, and they'd have them on the day. But they did have prize money, and I think we got close to prize money. It would have only been like ten bucks each, but 
Yeah, bro. And these are just, yeah, honestly, like, but they're legit tournaments. Like, you've got to meet with the team, got to play in a certain time where you get disqualified, and there's refs you've got to submit your results to. And and they were on the fly. Like, you could play one one day and in one next day, but the winners got, like, $1,500. And, yeah, we got, like, close to prize money once, but we're trash. So, yeah. But yeah, I just want to put it out there. I have absolutely no respect for League of Legends or other MOBAs. What? <laughs> Why not? Please go on. It's not real gaming. May as well be a mobile game. Uh, what? Uh, anyway. Do you, guys, do you guys know about Sonic Fox? Uh, no, tell us all about it. Okay. So Sonic Fox... <laughs> Sonic Fox is the best fighting game player in the world. Um, Did his best to delegitimize esports in a single move. He is a four-time Evo champion. Uh, so he won... The main competitions at Evo in 2014, 2015, 2016, and 2018. Um, and he has a shitload of other tournament wins to his name. Um, and he's just, he has this uncanny ability to pick up any fighting game and just instantly dominate. Hmm. Um, he got voted the best esports player 2018 at the 2018 Game Awards. Yeah. Um, and he is a gay furry who dresses as a blue and white fox <laughs> in in a fursuit at competitions and at awards oh. and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, he, he is quite a polarizing figure. Um, he's they let hero. him wear his fursuit. Yeah, he wears a full-on fursuit, like yeah. fox head and everything when he's competing. His personality um, is on display. He's considered a hero to the LGBT community, of course, because... LGBT community, um, but he to to the people actually playing in the tournaments, they could know him as a real dickhead because he just everything is about how gay he is. Uh. Uh, in his acceptance speech for the 2018 Game Awards, uh, he said, "I'm super gay," and quote, "I'm gay, black, furry, pretty much everything a Republican hates." Um, <laughs> and we will have a link to that acceptance video on the blog. Do you know it's really, really cringy. how much? Do you know approximately how much of their day the average Republican thinks about fairies? <laughs> Especially, <laughs> they, I don't think ones. the average Republican knows what a fairy is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they, yeah, he's. It's upsetting that he's so good at games because oh. he's such a ridiculous person. I don't know who he is, but I like him already. He sounds yeah, like you he should is. look him up. Sonic Fox. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> Fox, yeah. He's like called he's a Sonic shit Fox because it's a merger of a fox and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's like, if a fox was Sonic the Hedgehog, that's what his fursona is. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode though. about furries one day. It's, yeah, uh, the it's, get real deep into it. They I all would have different personalities. Uh, and right, um, I'll, I'll definitely do an episode about Fairies, and we can come up with our own personalities. Just, just quickly, first owners. Yeah, uh, first okay. Just quickly before we move on, I uh, just want to talk about the Dago Parry. Um, Dago Parry. Now that's what? not racist. It the guy's pretty first racist, name right? is Dago. Okay. He's Mexican. He's not Italian. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's also known as the uh, as the official Evo moment number 37. So it happened at Evo 2004. Oh, my God. Uh, in the final competition for Street Fighter 3, 26 seconds left. Dago has one pixel of health health left on his health bar before he <laughs> dies. 
uh, his competitor, I forget his name, uh, does this multi-hit move, and Dago manages to parry all 15 hits in a row, and then beats the other guy. Ugh. And the crowd goes absolutely wild. You've got to see this video. We'll put a link to that on the blog as well. Just That's mental. For some, for some perspective, each parry requires a reaction time of 0.07 seconds, and he did it 15 times in a row. That's oh. messed up. Yeah, it's very impressive. That sounds yeah. very interesting. I actually, I've got to see this as well. Yeah, that seems yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't even care about Street Fighter, but it's just very, like, yeah. it's very technically impressive. Well, have you seen the the way like people react on like fighting games, especially because you've got to be up yeah. on a stage right next to someone? Yeah, and like another one, big one is Smash Brothers as well. Like that's got a thriving scene. Yes, and the way some people like react on the stage when they get beaten or. When they're losing yeah. and shit like that, it's fucking insane. Like hungry these, boxes are real fucking. These are fuckwit. These these are all guys who like their whole life is sma- like fighting games. And hungry boxes getting- has ruined the Smash Bros community. When when they're getting absolutely shit on, like they just can't handle it. Like that's it. Like they it's their world oh, comes yeah. crashing down. Like poor, oh, poor Mewtwo amazing. King looks we- like he's gonna cry every time he loses. Uh, it's fucked up, <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> I mean, they don't have any meaningful human relations, so their entire personality is invested in the Super Smash. Bros. Yeah, their hands are all, their hands are like warped in the shape of yeah. the GameCube controller. They've got like because oh, okay. they yeah. just never put them down. Yeah. Well, now that we're speaking about the uh, personalities of the people who play esports, I have a statement mm. for you guys. I'm going to read, and then you right. guys tell me if you think this is a fair statement. Yeah. Uh, esports is for nerds who think they are cool. Speedrunning is esports for nerds who know they aren't cool. Do you agree with that? <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's probably fair. That is 100% fair, yeah. So my idea is that the guys who are doing esports and stuff, they wear, they sit in these chairs that look like racing chairs, you know, F1 yeah, chairs and stuff. Yeah. And they DX wear these races. Like, yeah, they wear these like cringy um, outfits and stuff that look like they're, you know, in a race car or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas the speedrunners, they're like dark room, got a webcam on, and they're they just are like. Sweaty basement dwellers, yeah. And they're just like, you know, I know this is pathetic that I play, you know, this game that nobody plays there's like 15 people in the world who play it and i'm one of them (laughs) and all i do all day is try to get better at it and do it slightly quicker and i'll play it for like 10 minutes get up to a part that's you know an rng part like totally random that they have no control over and then something bad happens because it's like a one in a hundred shot they can get it yeah. And then they restart and do it again. And do yep. that 10 minutes flawlessly again just so they can get up to the part that's totally random and they have no control over. Like, yep. that, that would, yep. that's just my, that's like, uh, Sisyphus rolling the boulder up the hill. That's just the, <laughs> <laughs> that just destroy me. That would be my idea of how it's just like, yeah. do something flawlessly to a point and then something will happen that you have no control mm-hmm. over. And if it doesn't go your way, start again. That's just, mm-hmm. what? Well, <sighs> the, the thing is, it's like, the sun shines on them like twice a year. You got awesome games done quick and summer day summer games done quick. Yeah, right? I like that. So, I, I like it. Well, as well. Like, I'm not shitting like on that. the speed no, 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 in, but in general. That, but, if you ever oh. want to see like concentrated weaponized autism, watch that. <laughs> <laughs> because that that is just like insane. Like you devoted your life to one game so you can run it in four hours flat when it takes most people thirty hours. 
yeah. and you just watch them because they the, people expect them to talk and explain what's happening, and they usually have to have like a sidekick explain what's going on because one, they're concentrating, and two, they are just next level autistic. <laughs> Trippy. <laughs> You could look up cringe compilations on yeah. YouTube uh, of Games Done Quick. It is hilarious. There are a couple of really good there's, ones. And there's I, a great, great one where this this runner called Chibi sat on on someone's couch, and the the guy who was running the game like eventually just tells him to shut up because he didn't want him there. And it is the funniest thing you'll ever see because his heart just breaks. He's like, I this. feel physical pain watching that video. Oh, it you makes seen me it? cringe so hard. Yeah, it is amazing. Nah, link that. I love we need that. a link for that. His heart breaks and you see it on his face. But the other guy is just getting so frustrated with him and it's just amazing. It goes for like 15 minutes because he just I love builds up to it. You've seen it as well? Oh, yeah. I think we watched yeah. it together, Brad. I would watch yeah. that again and again. It's a great video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just beautiful. a guy being annoying and another yeah. guy who, who can't... He obviously just doesn't know how to deal with conflict or yeah. how to talk <laughs> to a, can't, a person he, he normally. He physically can't leave so, the situation. So. He's, yeah, he's passive-aggressive for a long time and really sarcastic. And then yeah. he gets to the point where he's like, look, I'm being a passive-aggressive, sarcastic dickhead and you're still not shutting up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've, this is this is the way to make people go, oh, I really don't like that guy. I don't want to be around him anymore. He's too passive-aggressive. He's saying too... Like, he's saying really annoying things. He's being really rude. I'm going to leave. And he's got to the point where he's been, like, a jerk for 10 minutes straight. And then the other guy hasn't left. So, he just says, I'd prefer if you didn't talk anymore. Or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I would really prefer it if you'd be quiet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the so exact quote, I believe. He's like, I'm going to give it a solid 10-minute strategy of just being <laughs> as obnoxious yeah. and rude and, like, uh, non-receptive to this guy as I can, and he doesn't get it, so I'm just going to all of a sudden come out and just, you know, blatantly yeah. tell him, just, you know, shut up. And I he's- think that's it's beautiful because it's yeah. just... What do you do when two socially awkward people clash uh, and they have no idea how to talk to another human being? And then eventually collide. it just gets to the point where one of them is like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh. Um, but I, you know, I, I enjoy watching speedrunning just for the yeah. fact that you can watch a game that you spent hours and hours on and, as a kid and then see someone do it in like 10 minutes. Yeah, you can watch yeah. someone just like- break the game. Yeah, you're like, I spent so many weekends and nights after school playing that game, hours and hours and hours, and then somebody's just like, yeah, this is how you do it. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's nice, but it's also kind of a weird feeling to see someone just mm. dominate something that you weren't that good at. So, mm-hmm. And you know where you can watch a lot of those speedrunners? is on twitch.tv. <laughs> oh, good segue, Lachlan. Wait, that was as subtle as a fucking sledgehammer. Why is it twitch.tv and not twitch.com? Uh, well, it used to be justin.tv. Didn't, uh, uh, did they buy out Justin TV? I don't know if they bought it out or they just rebranded. Um, but it used to be justin.tv. I remember TV. Justin TV, yeah. And then when they decided to focus on games, they changed the name to twitch.tv. I think there was like some sort of merger or something like Maybe. that. Maybe. And yeah. it's dot .tv because it's meant to be like a TV station. You yeah, go on there and you watch Justin TV content. used to do a lot of IRL stuff and then people would yes. also just put TV shows and shit on there. Yeah. And just stream them constantly, even though that was highly illegal. 
And it was beautiful. It was the, the golden age of Justin H. Justin TV. If I ever needed to see something, I'd just like, oh, South Park. I'll just jump on Justin TV. Yeah, and it's interesting yeah. that they, when they changed to Twitch, they focused only on gaming. Yeah. But then further on down the track, they opened it up to like IRL stuff and creative sections yeah. and that sort of thing. They like reversed their position. Yeah. Was- so did, did you guys know that the, uh, the dot TV, uh, mm-hmm. from Twitch, that, oh, uh, you were did- asking a rhetorical question. You had an oh. answer to your own question. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That uh, that domain suffix TV yeah. is the country code for Tuvalu. Oh. <laughs> That's not a country. Yes, it is. Apparently, it is. Tuvalu. Anyway. Get fucked. Anyway, just by uh, luck, this country, which is, I think, in the Pacific somewhere, some small island in the yes, Pacific. Yes, you are correct. They don't have internet, do they? Well, they have <laughs> nothing going for them, but 10% of their economy is royalties from um, companies using their <laughs> domain service. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10% of the government revenue. That's amazing. You know what? Good for them. Yeah, that I'm is happy for amazing. Them. But that's that just a stroke amazing. of Fletch. Pure luck, yeah. Stroke of Fletch. So Amazon acquired Twitch, twitch.tv for $1 billion, becoming the first TV website mm. um, to achieve unicorn status, whatever that means. But anyway, this this country gets a shitload of money um, mm. <laughs> just from having, just out of luck. You know, AU doesn't mean <laughs> anything for Australia, .uk for. Uh, England doesn't mean anything, but this .tv, I mean, mm. you think about that. You, you're on this shitty island in the, presumably shitty island in the Pacific. Nothing's going for you. And then all these companies just start dropping bank on you because of some weird thing called the internet, which you've never heard of. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> you see a plane go overhead and you're like, what the fuck is that? And it's it just drops shitloads of cash on you. <laughs> just, just a pallet of money. And you go, what's this? But anyway. Uh, that's amazing. It's like Obama flying into Iran. <laughs> just dropping just billions of dollars of money. Yeah, unaccounted for. Uh, it's probably on its way to Tuvalu. <laughs> um, yeah. So Twitch is a streaming website. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's where we were going with this. Before you distracted us with yeah, Tuvalu. Brad, uh, tell us how much one can make on Twitch if they are uh, good at acquire uh, an audience well in uh, simple terms mad ducats absolutely <laughs> stacks on stacks ducats. on stacks buckets stacks of on money some, like full stacks we're talking stacks upon stacks of full stacks fat it is stacks in fact it, fattest stacks like ph fat <laughs> it is outrageous can you give us a dollar uh, value right, i can give right. you a dollar value um i think conservatively i, I might have showed you the video um yeah. ninja everyone's aware of ninja He's a big streamer. He came onto the scene real hard, and at one stage he had about visible 121,000 subs per month, right? Um, so that's all people paying $5 to Twitch to subscribe to him so that they can get their premium content, they get emotes in the chat, blah, 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 blah. All of his member benefits. And, and how much of that $5 does he yeah, say? Well, I'll, I'll break it down for you. Of that $5, uh, as a top-tier partner, usually it's 50% Twitch, 50% um, streamer. But so, as even a that tier, is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But as a top-tier partner, he would see a 70-30 split. So, $3.50 to him, $1.50 to Twitch. Um, and conservatively, he was making about $498,000 a month 
off subscri- subscriptions alone. Now, streamers on the other, like all streamers have a four prong attack. They have ads, subscriptions, sponsorships, and, and, uh, and donations. What about um, merch? Merch is, I guess you can do merch, but like, I'm talking much. about the big four, the big four. Merch is minimal. Okay. Um, it doesn't bring in the mad ducats like the others. So <laughs> donations, obviously, are donations. And if you've ever watched a Twitch stream with a popular person who's running, you know, between 10 and 40K viewers, which is pretty some of the bigger guys, the whole time donations are popping up. Donations, donations. And a lot of them incentivize donations by, you know, text-to-speech or play a song or something like that, request something. Something happens. That, and those donations are hard to keep a track of because of um, – <clears throat> They're constantly coming through and a stream will go for eight hours. So no one's really paying attention. And I think that's the big deal is that a lot of people aren't paying attention to the money these guys are making because it would affect their income, I think, if people realized how much they were making. Well, you wouldn't want to donate $10 to someone who's making. Yeah, for a 30 second grand a month or so. Yeah. You wouldn't want to pay $5 to have a text to speech thing to a guy who you know is making thousands upon thousands of dollars a month. You'd, you'd find it less funny, I guess. I don't know. Um, but. <laughs> they also have an ad so when you ever get onto a thing assuming you're not using some sort of ad blocker you get thrown an ad a 30 second ad right at any point during a stream partnered people on Twitch can throw an ad to all their viewers which um, is ludicrous you're paying to subscribe and they can still make you watch nah, ads subscriptions don't get the ads oh that's good yeah that's one of the membership bonuses mm. but for all the people who are watching for free they get thrown an ad so if you've got 40,000 people there and you hit that button you throw a 30 second ad um, I did find some yeah, some information. A, a pretty decent streamer, I think, you get somewhere over fifteen, twenty thousand average subscribers. Asmogold. Uh, he was he was watching a video from another streamer talking about earnings, um, and he said, "Yeah, when he hits his button to his streamers, two hundred dollars right there, oh. straight up, straight up from advertising. Smash that sub button. <laughs> they also a lot of streamers. Uh, the top tier streamers also tend not to hit the button as much because I feel like they they could alienate their uh, their audience. Yeah, they, they know probably be lose more viewers than than they would gain money. Mm. Yeah, uh, from it's like a short term yeah. boost for a long term loss. Yeah, um, like if I've even seen. On, if I had a button on my desk and I hit it and I could get two hundred dollars, like I don't think I could not hit it. Yeah, you know, someone, you it, someone should no do a podcast dilemma. episode about something like that. But <laughs> if you hit it and you get two hundred dollars that time, but then the next time you hit it, you only get one hundred and fifty. Yeah, and the next time, like it's a diminishing return if you keep hitting it. Like Shroud, who's another massive streamer, like one of the biggest at the moment, I'd say the biggest at the moment. Um, he has a count of how many times he's advertised during his stream. So, like, if he's hit the button once, he'll say ads played one, and he'll stream for eight hours, and he might only play like three ads. Shroud really annoys me. This is secondary to what you're talking about, but yeah. Shroud really upsets me because, like, you watch him play and his game sense is absolute garbage. Like, he has no awareness of his surroundings or what's happening, but, he but is. he's just so mechanically gifted. Amazing, yeah. yeah that it, it, do- it doesn't matter because he, he can quit just- playing CSGO to be a streamer because he makes more money streaming. Anyone yeah. can get the drop on him and yeah. they will still lose because he's, he's just... He, he could the, still be a ridiculous I don't even have CSGO the words. Player. I don't have the words to describe the way that his brain makes the mouse move. Yeah. As fast and as accurately as it does. Yeah. And that's why it upsets me because it's disgusting. Anyone watch some Shroud clips? Yeah. He just he's not good at the games. He's just good at moving the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It, it, I know this sounds ridiculous you, you, to anyone not to familiar you. with like video game metas and that sort of thing, but he doesn't pick the good weapons, he doesn't pick the good characters, he doesn't you know, know the good spots on the map. He's just good at shooting, and he's one of the best players in the world. It's, ah, it pisses me off. Well, <laughs> you wish welcome you had back that to gift. the... Uh... Yeah, I absolutely wish I had that gift. Welcome back to the anti-shroud hour. You're, he uh... broke his wrist, <laughs> and he was still insane. <laughs> he's playing with one arm, yeah. He broke his wrist in, a, like, a motorbike accident. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's subscriptions and uh, ads. The next one is sponsorships. So, sponsorships are... Massive. So he said, "How much do uh, Monster pay these guys?" Sorry, Monster. Oh. <laughs> <How much? laughs> um, these guys. So a, a company will approach them, and they they take the this the the numbers are based on how many viewers you have, right? So if you're averaging 10k or you're averaging 40k or whatever, that that's that's the kind of the thing they go for, and then they go for hours as well. So per viewer per hour. Um, so some will they they range from one cent per viewer to one dollar per viewer is a really high <laughs> sponsorship. So if you're talking wow. like a forty thousand average forty k stream, and he's getting a dollar per per viewer and plays for three hours, that's forty thousand dollars an hour. Uh, I mean, sorry, not forty thousand. Yeah, yeah, forty thousand dollars an hour, and he might play for three hours. So oh. you're you're talking about like almost buying a house off a three hour stream, let alone so you're like not, a six hour. You're stream. not- you're not talking about him wearing like a Coca Cola hat or a Monster hat. You're talking no, you're like talking about playing a game. Yeah, he's and they playing have to a game. It so by the, the law. people who made that game are promoting the game by yeah. getting him to stream yeah. it for them. And by law, he has to also make that a known. So they'll have to have like hashtag ad or something in the name, or they'll have like a sponsored by on the screen at all times, so that people know that these are sponsored things because they're selling out essentially. But they tend to a lot of streamers tend to try and keep it morally acceptable by playing decent games. But apparently, out there, there is some um, some like uh, mobile games that are throwing around some ridiculous money. Like we're talking about buy a house money for like Whoa. a day of playing, because they want people to play these games. They want them to be seen, and but they're the- huge in they're they're huge in in um, Asia, but they're not as big in like the Western world. So they're trying to get these streamers to do it, and like the like Soda Poppin is another big streamer, and he said he turned down basically a new car to play one of these games for like an hour and he's like I just couldn't do it because it's it's too much well one like, of these mobile games like Clash of Clans or something like that yeah like that but they're shit and they're not entertaining and, and he said short term gain long term loss because he's because he lose all credibility lose all credibility his fans would abandon him in trove so he's like it's not worth it. like I could buy a car overnight but I'd lose so, so much respect and so much credibility so what kind of car uh <laughs> Sports car, I'm guessing, like not not small. Um, For any potential sponsors listening, uh, we don't have those kind of ethics. We will sell out immediately. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You want us Give to do an entire way. episode about your mobile game? We'll do it. Yeah. Soda Pop and also he runs these things called Sellout Sundays, where people can pay to put videos on the screen. He doesn't vet them; they just go up. Um, he can oh, close them exploitable. if something's... Yeah, yeah, it's very exploitable. It has been exploited. But he calls it a sellout Sunday. And, like, to put up, like, a 30-second video is going to cost you about, like, 30 bucks. Like, it's expensive. It's almost like a dollar a second. Um, almost. And a lot of people go... Yeah, well, I don't know the exact rate. It's not great. But, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm saying almost. Um, but you, you can watch these videos. He, he, does, he puts them on YouTube, the sellout Sundays. And a lot of people go, this is ridiculous money you're making. And he's saying that sponsorships... His best day of sellout Sundays isn't even close to a single sponsorship video. 
Like, so sponsorships are the big one. Like, they're massive if they get them. Um, because you can, you can be a small viewer and make 10 grand. Like, uh, you can have a small day, but make like 10 grand in like an hour. That's, that's insane. If you're a bigger channel, you can make ridiculous money in yeah, like, just a couple of hours. Money. You can make like a couple of months worth of money in like a couple of hours. So they're making bank. There's yeah, these, just no way these to top streamers are like they're millionaires just from easily playing games. What's their shelf life of Twitch streaming there? Do you think they'll still be around in two or three years? I think it's it's the industry is still too new to be able to tell. Depends um, how big their boobs are. Well, it's funny you should mention that because. <laughs> Uh, we were, I, I was planning to steer us towards talking about Twitch thoughts. Uh, <laughs> are, they are, they're basically cam girls, but they don't have to get naked. Mm. Um, it absolutely blows my mind that people A lot give of them, them do, any though. money because you can give <laughs> the same money to actual cam girls and they will get naked. Yeah. <laughs> so you're talking, all right. So there, there are websites where... You can go and like a you strip can club, pay you can a pay woman to a- put some random object in her no. vagina, <laughs> <laughs> or you can go onto fucking I don't know Alinity's channel on Twitch, and you can pay her that same money, and she'll do like I don't know three jumping jacks. Like, <laughs> sure, her titties bounce, and she's it's, very attractive. It's the inner inattainability of it, mate. <sighs> That's all it is. Hard to get. Like all those girls on, you know, my free cams and live Jasmine and whatever the other ones are, you know, those they're too accessible. You know the names, Brad. Too accessible. <laughs> too accessible. I can I can say with a hundred percent honesty that I have never spent a credit or a gold coin or anything on a on a cam site. Like scouts on it. I would never do that. It's just okay. Neither of, of us believe you. That's um, <laughs> And while we're talking about <laughs> Twitch thoughts, uh, there was also the thought audit, which oh, was pretty funny. That was beautiful. Um, for Did those you find who don't out know, if that actually happened? Because I was skeptical. I think a couple of people. Got I couldn't find any definitive proof. Mm. Just a lot of anecdotal evidence, yeah, but no one I like actually to think got, like, it happened because it's very funny. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, there was all these people. They were upset with the Twitch thoughts making money. Mm-hmm. By being attractive. Specifically, which, I think Belle Delphine. If I was a good-looking woman, I would absolutely be a Twitch thought. Mm. Um, should we should we define this a, a little more clearly? Like, I think okay. there are these websites that are like my free cams and stuff like that, where you can go and you can look at women who are basically strippers and they'll get naked and in do various stuff on states of undress. And you can you can pay to go into like a private room to see them do stuff privately for you and not for the rest of the chat or whatever I think. So there's there's that, and then on Twitch there are these girls who um, are very sexualized. They're showing their chesticles and stuff like that. <laughs> totally <laughs> closed though. There's no actual nudity <laughs> or anything like that. And they're pre- like you know some would say they're just doing their thing empowered and stuff but let's be honest they're preying on these guys who are terrible with women and don't understand how normal social interactions work and they think oh this is a girl yeah but i think that to answer your question from before i think the the reason why they're using this angle is because the guys look at them and think oh she's a really pretty girl and she is also uh 
likes video games. Like, that's my mm. hobby and she's into it as well. I've never met a girl who likes video games as much as I do, especially one that looks like her. So, like, I want to watch her play video games, even though she's not good at it, or even though, you know, whatever. I think that's part of it, surely. There's a good way uh. to to sort thoughts from genuine you know, people is that <laughs> the size of the webcam. Yes, the I was going to say if the webcam takes up more space in the game, yeah. thought if they're yeah. playing a game and they're like in the corner like a regular streamer, decent person. Um, yeah, there's some that actually have the rate like the windows swapped, so the the game is in a tiny yeah. little corner in the uh, box using in the like corner. OBS. They're using and like the, the whole the whole use, screen yeah. is their webcam, yeah, which is the opposite of what it should so be. So like someone like KP, for example, is like a legitimate decent League of Legends player, just happens to be female, and then you go to like a Linity, well, who's just a thought who occasionally has League of Legends in the corner, like tiny. A lot of the time, I don't think she even has a game. No, no, no. Going. I think she moved away from it, but she had a she had the pretense of a gamer for a while. Anyway, yeah. just back to the thought audit for those listening who don't know. Um, a lot of people upset with the Twitch thoughts, and also like people selling Snapchat Premium. And why yeah, would they be upset Instagram. with that? Well, they're just upset that they're taking advantage of these men. I think and okay. making um, money off the books. Yeah, making money off it. Yeah, they're not paying um, taxes. I don't have an issue with, but it was assumed that they weren't reporting that income to the IRS. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making thousands a month on like Snapchat premiums. Thousands, and- tens of thousands, yeah. let's be honest. Um, so all of these people went and reported these girls to the IRS um, to, for, for unreported income and caused a fair bit of drama. There's a lot of tweets going around about how... Uh, <laughs> This this girl's now owed like tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to the IRS <laughs> for unreported income, uh, and I just think it's funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Wow, as you said before, look, and you like if you if you had the body for it and you were female, you'd be doing this definitely. You'd I also have well. an accountant. I think this is a this is a case of don't hate the player, hate the game. Absolutely, I, I agree one hundred percent. As sad as it is, if there are men out there who feel that they want to donate $50 to have a pretty girl on the internet say, oh, thanks, John, that's so nice of you, then that's that's their business. It's kind of sad, I think. But if that's what they want to do and the girls want to make money off it, that's totally fine with me. So, yeah, it's a don't hate the player, hate the game sort of thing. But... And listeners, if put- you want to uh, pay us, Morgan will say whatever you want in that uh, sexy girl oh, voice that please. he just put on. <laughs> but I think it's also worth mentioning that I don't think anybody should pay any taxes ever. So I wouldn't report anybody yes, I to agree. the IRS I agree. ever. <laughs> so morally, my yeah. issue is not with these girls exploiting men online. My issue is with these people reporting the women to the IRS. I oh, mean, if you, look at you, if you, you have a ch- fucking white knight. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. you have a chance. Oh, women, they need a chivalrous gentleman <laughs> to stand up for them. No, look, I think... Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a very respectful way to make money, but if that's what you want to do. It's, it's softcore uh, sex work, I think. You've also got a small window where you can... Yeah, show exactly. your boobs online to make money. Make hay so. while the sun shines. As yeah. Say. So as as you were saying before, Brad, yeah. uh, you know, a, a guy gamers, um, 
what reactions slow down up to some point. Yeah, if they want to be a professional gamer, yeah, yeah. A girl That's gamer right. loses her assets after twenty five as well. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rough life. Yeah, you gotta yeah make hay while the sun shines. It's not a it's yeah. not a, it's not a game for the old people. It's a it's a young man's game, young woman's yeah. game. It is. So, you're right. Uh, yeah. Unless you're like Tara Babcock and she looks about forty, but somehow she's just cleaning up. Yeah. Um, Brad, do you want to do uh, some power rankings? Oh, I was thinking I might bust out a few power rankings today. All right, let's do it. Alrighty. So, this week's uh, power rankings are uh, <laughs> top, top Twitch thoughts. They are, top how many? Uh, top five Twitch thoughts. Now, top five, okay. Uh, when I say Twitch thoughts... I'm sort of encompassing the whole idea of a thought. So maybe I should just say top thoughts. What's thought stand for? Yeah. Uh, it's just a, uh, it's a, a thought. I don't know. That's what's that a... hoe over there. Oh, okay, there you go. Thank you. I didn't actually know what that meant. I just knew That's what good a thought was in essence. <laughs> <laughs> so you're starting at uh, five? S- starting What's at five, working five, at one. Five is the... Least the, good? Yeah, the least good. But okay, and one these is are all the still best. Good. These are all still good thoughts, though. So they're impressive thoughts, all of them. Okay. But this is the least impressive of the five. <laughs> uh, so number five, coming in with uh, Legendary Leah, former girlfriend of Soda Poppin. And uh, she makes a list for being one of the first girls to expose her vagina on uh, on Twitch. <laughs> but she's done it multiple times and with various body parts. So she is just a How top lady. How has she been banned? That's oh, she's been banned before. <laughs> she's <Okay>. been banned. <laughs> And she keeps coming back. Uh, Accidentally. Uh, The first one was wearing these shorts with like a loop at the bottom, like they were like booty shorts. And she got up and there was just labia everywhere. Um, (laughs) Cut that out. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just uh, look it up. All right. Rolling into number four is uh, the ASMR goddess herself, Amaranth. Um, And she makes a list for not understanding... We're making Skype calls in a gym. Let's just put it that way. She's on a Skype with her trainer uh, while the gym manager is uh, was watching from her office. Yeah, had a stream <laughs> video. Up, yeah. I've seen that video. And not not only that, she also makes a list for just having an excellent uh, Snapchat affiliation program uh, in whereby she sends a lot of scantily clad clothing. Uh, photos. Uh, do you watch that Snapchat, Brad? Uh, no, no, no. But if you go to thoughthub.tv, you can see it all. <laughs> Thothub.tv. Thothub.tv. Okay, I'm just going to write that down. Yep. Um, Can I just say, I think Amaranth is a bit of a butterface. Oh, her voice is just repugnant. She's got a slamming body, but I don't think her face is that attractive. Her her voice is just repugnant. Um, I say this is a very attractive man myself. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, number three, boys, is Alinity. And Alinity's claim to fame is taking on PewDiePie's nine-year-old army and coming out. Worse for wear on the other side, and almost being deported. So. Nine-year-olds nine aren't sexually attracted to girls yet. So, exactly. That's uh, why they tried to destroy her. She has no her. power over them. Exactly. Yeah. So she tried to copyright strike PewDiePie. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, Morgs, but he made fun of thoughts in one of his videos. And she said, all right, That's I'm going to copy strike him That's because he, was, he, was, he used a, like a two-second clip of her in the video. Um Turns out she's got a bit of dirty laundry, though, because she's dropped some hard N-words in some of her streams. Not been banned for that, actually, funnily enough. And hard also, N, hard R. 
also admitting to yes hard and hardest ha um and said it's okay because that's how they use it as a phrase of endearment um funnily enough it's all all available on youtube um and she also admitted to marrying a canadian guy to get out of columbia and then divorcing him immediately so hence the almost deported columbia. to get out of columbia Oh, you can't blame her for that. Come on. And no, I can't blame himself her. has said the N-word. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, everybody said the N-word. She copyright sure strike him. clips of me saying, no, I've never said it. Never said it once. Definitely not recorded. Wait, wait, wait. But definitely not. Are you not, not understanding? Not she brought this either. on herself. She brought it on herself. <laughs> I think Pokemane did the same thing, didn't she? Pokemane? Uh, Pokemane. She, uh, she copy-striked PewDiePie as well. Well, that's a terrible idea. Nine What's a copy-strike? Um, so basically, you can take down the video, and they take the money from the, the revenue from the video. Um, How can you do? Why? Why do you do that? How can anyone, you do that? Anyone, anyone can go can on it. any video on YouTube and, and claim a strike. copyright strike. So you're mm-hmm. saying the material this in this mine. video belongs to me, and yeah. YouTube will automatically give you the revenue for the money. Yeah, uh, the revenue that, for that, the video. Just, this, that doesn't make sense. I could. No, it, gets, no, it, it gets abused constantly. Constantly. Do and you know, on to... top of that, to to determine no, the copyright, no, they don't have to provide any proof. They don't have to. No, uh, but on... if I went to PewDiePie's latest video and I yep. just said, "Yeah, you know, this is my content," they wouldn't yep. just funnel me money. Yes, they would. Do- that's what exactly what they do. Yeah. So then people do it all the time. They well, do. Yes. People do do it all the time. It's an epidemic you on YouTube huh? because that would be fraud, Morgan, and that is illegal. <laughs> do they yes, actually because... take the money back? No, no, they don't. But they can choose to take them to court. But the entire time, the money is still going to the person who made yeah. the copyright strike. It's a busted-ass system, and people constantly complain about it. Anyway, that's not point of the power, power linking, so shut the fuck up. Anyway, number two, Belle Delphine, for almost oh, single-handedly starting the Thought Order. For, <laughs> for almost single-handedly starting the Thought Audit um, by being just too sexy and making too much money. She's self-aware about it all, though. Yeah, I know, which is hilarious. I, I love it. I'm, I'm not shitting on these girls. That, all, um, that face she women. does. I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's Ahagao. Yeah, Ahagao. she does. Oh. oh, God damn. Damn. And she brought that whole thing, like, storming forward. Like, I think a couple of people did it, like, low-tier thoughts. But her, she just, poof, she launched a career on it. Um, where was that? Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, by being too sexy, well. she basically yeah, it's got too, too blown away by Belle. Don't be, her her Patreon, that's it. Her Patreon has like a twenty five hundred a month god tier, like she calls it. And I think she has. Last time I checked, she had two people subscribe to that. Wow. So they're paying twenty five hundred a month. They get naked Polaroids of her. Um, they get to make a phone call with her. Wink, wink. Um, a whole bunch of other ridiculous. Um, membership benefits that a lot of people pay less for but they get the the phone call is the main one for 25 what level are you a patron for uh just the the 50 dollar entry level so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 50 dollar entry level no nah, i think it's like 15 and you get like her snapchat or something but 50 is the one where you actually start to get decent shit like nudes 50 dollars wow yeah. um and then number one on the power rankings zoe burger i like to think of her as are you familiar with zoe burger no, no, I've never heard of her. Oh, I like to think of her as like the queen of thoughts because she, she stormed onto the YouTube scene um, like streaming and was promising nudes at a million subs. And she had a million <laughs> subs in like two months. Like just shrewd <laughs> business. And then she went and got implants. She got nudes, did a classy photo shoot. Think she was on the rise. She got banned from Twitch though for showing TNA. Um, so then she went back to YouTube to stream on YouTube. Um, 
And then she started her own business, which was going to be like all these dots with her. Then they all fucking started fighting and there was huge drama. She opened her own company and eventually she lost all her money and now she works in like an office or something like that. She is the queen of my heart, Zoe Berger. Um, especially for thinking that TNA spells CEO. So. <laughs> Uh, right, I thought it was hilarious, but yeah, she. she I just looked, looked her up, you. and every thought on your list is hotter than her. Yeah, I'm not saying that she's hot. I'm saying that she's number one. He respects okay. her the rest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. she, in the space of like two months, she has amassed a million subscribers on YouTube. That's a huge feat. All by yeah, promising that's nudes. That's and fair. then she went and got a boob job and did a classy photo shoot and delivered on it. What a lady. <laughs> <laughs> she She had like so much money so quickly, and then she lost it all by trying to start her own company. And honorable I respect one. that play. She tried. Oh, and there's an honourable mention here. Casey Tron for being pure cancer. What's that, man? <laughs> she just trolls the fuck out of people and, like, people detest her, but it's hilarious. It's like Box Box. Or Boxy or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> oh, Boxy. Yeah. Morgan fucking was in love with Boxy. Oh, you fucking day. worship Boxy. Now, when I say I Casey Tron, she's not like about. Boxy in personality, but... She's just pure cancer, and I just love the way people hate her. It's so funny. Just before we wrap up, I want to just mention two people. Um, so, oh, here we go. Um, the complete opposite of a Twitch thought, uh, Ice Poseidon. <laughs> uh, he is an IRL streamer. I have a list here of people that I was going to mention, but I thought um, we were running long. Yeah, he his his job basically is being. A professional victim of online bullies. Uh, <laughs> He's been swatted he more just, times than I can count. Yeah, he just constantly gets swatted. Um, anyone who doesn't know what Jesus. swatting is, that's when you ring the police and say someone has a gun and he's going to kill themselves. And then the police like break into their house. And- or they have a bomb or some sort of <laughs> yeah, threat. Like yeah, yeah some sort of threat. So the, the SWAT team is usually provided, uh, required, hence the swatting. Yeah. Um, um, so it he, happens he all the time. Up- it happens in his house. Yeah. It happens... Out in public, yeah. uh, I saw him get swatted on the way to the ATM one time. Yeah. Um, he got pulled off a plane because someone he rang made up headlines. the airline yeah. and said oh that he had God. a bomb. So the, the police came on and pulled him <laughs> off the plane. I was um, literally watching a video about this the, the other day. Yeah, and just recently he, he got raided by the FBI because someone spoofed his IP and then hacked into some some government oh, website. Oh no, or they oh, did it! So, so they thought it was him. So the FBI raided his house. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, and I, I kind of feel bad for him because, like, he is kind of a dickhead, but he doesn't. He deserve, has Asperger's, man. He, he doesn't deserve everything that happens to him. It Shame is very, on you. very funny. Shame um, on you. And, if he really, like, if he wasn't making bank off it, he wouldn't do it because it's just, he just gets abused constantly. But, uh. No, I don't think you understand. He legitimately has Asperger's. So yeah, I know. He'd still do it. He just found a way to outlet it. Like, um, he, he, for people who don't know, he opened up his entire life. He had a Reddit at one stage, which decided everything in his life. So, like, who he'd date, what he'd do for the day, everything like that. They'd post it on this Reddit. It's closed down now because it became one of the most toxic subreddits in. <laughs> Like, possible. But, um, yeah, like, there's a big stage in his, like, streaming career where he's lying to one girl about wanting to be with her and then ficking the other girl because he actually wanted to be... It was a whole thing. Like, they literally oh legitimately God. decided who he would date. He's like, I'm, I'm leaving every decision up to you. It was like a, like a play he made on Twitter. And he was huge, absolutely massive. He still is pretty big, but there was a period where he was, like, 
IRL was just all ice beside it. Poor guy. Who's yeah. the other one that you wanted to mention, Lucky? Uh, just a, a very quick mention. Uh, Sweet Anita. <laughs> a, she's a female streamer. I wouldn't call her a thought. No, no, um, she's, because she's she, absolutely she adorable. Dresses quite modestly. She is quite attractive. Um, she has a very nice English accent, uh, but she has Tourette's. Like <laughs> um, raging so, Tourette's. Yeah, it's really, really bad Tourette's. So mm-hmm. um, she just constantly like has those ticks where like she'll say weird stuff and she'll swear a lot and like it. You should look up. Uh, Sweet Anita Sweet on Anita, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, she's relatively funny. recent as well, like last three, four months that she's been Yeah, probably, yeah. probably six months to a year, I think, she's been streaming. Um, but, yeah, she. I, I just wanted to mention her because she's fun to watch. Yeah, and she like she has a good sense of humor about it. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's why she streams it. She's not too mm. upset about the Tourette's. But, um, yeah, just check her out. Yeah, check out Sweet Anita. <laughs> Very nice. Um, we'll see you next time. Uh, later, gay boys. See ya. We did it, boys. We went that whole episode without mentioning Fortnite. Oh, really? Yep. Congrats I was to worried. us. I was worried when we started talking about Ninja. I thought it was coming. But we, we didn't say the F word.